Welcome to Christ Church. The following is a homily from our Sunday morning gathering in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Enjoy. So the sun is out, the snow is melting, and we are gathered together. So in our gospel today, this is the first time Jesus calls for disciples to follow him. If you take two phrases from the gospel reading and put them together, Simon's Peter commitment, but because you say so, you, or I meaning Peter, will fish for people. Jesus named Simon Peter just Peter once he became a disciple. The Gospels of Matthew and Mark speak of Jesus walking along the Sea of Galilee and abruptly calling Simon, Peter, Andrew, James, and John to follow him. The Gospel of Luke and a portion of the Gospel of John tells the story of the miraculous catch of fish preceding their call to follow Jesus. Jesus' identity focuses especially on the response of Peter. In Luke's gospel, this is not Peter's first encounter with Jesus. Jesus has already been to Peter's home in Capernaum and healed his mother-in-law. So perhaps that explains a little bit of Peter's willingness to let Jesus use his fishing boat as a floating pulpit. Luke does not tell us what Jesus taught the crowds that morning. The focus is on what follows. Jesus tells Peter to put out into the deep water and let down his nets for a catch. Peter obviously believes this will be a futile exercise. After all, he's the professional fisherman. We can almost hear the exasperation in his voice when he responds, Master, we've worked all night and we've caught nothing. But then he continues, Yet, if you say so, I will let down the nets. We know what happens next. The nets are so full of fish, they begin to break. The boats are so full of fish, they begin to sink. And seeing what has happened, Peter is overwhelmed with both fear and wonder, sensing that he is in the presence of divine power. So he responds by falling down to Jesus' knee and begging him, Go away from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. Now Peter was caught by surprise. In the midst of his ordinary daily grind, and in fact after a particularly lousy night at work, he's encountered by the one who changes everything. Amazed by the power of God displayed in the abundant catch of fish, Peter is immediately aware of his his sinfulness and unworthiness. He sees the overwhelming disparity between God's power manifest in Jesus and his mortal compromised life. Then Jesus says to Peter, do not be afraid. From now on, you will be catching people. And the rest of the story is known as Peter becomes one of the twelve. Then our reading, in our reading today from 1 Corinthians, the words, 
end with the three verses of Paul's self-reflection on his calling and role as apostle. Having rehearsed his unique confessional detail, Jesus appearing first to Peter and the twelve, and then to the five hundred believers, and then to James and the apostle, Paul says to himself, last of all, as to the one untimely born, he appeared also to me. For I am the least of the apostles, unfit to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God as Saul. Paul calls himself the least of the apostles. And this ought to beg the question of us. If Paul considers himself the least, what connection do we make not only to our own work as apostles, those sent to remind the, good, the world of the good news, but to the lives of our parishioners as well. What similarities do we see between Peter and Paul? Both are called by Jesus. Jesus changes both of their names. Both proclaim their unwillingness to Jesus, yet both follow him. Both change their lives forever. Both share the good news of Jesus with all whom they meet. So in what ways are we, who are the least, the most effective and most important agent of God's gospel? How might God use us Do we become a preacher, a pew sitter, a pencil pusher, or a planter? to proclaim this good news. This is, it seems to me, a potential life-changing way into and out of this text and a question more worthy of our attention. I grew up in the 60s watching Saturday morning cartoons. And so I can relate to others who have said that they read 1 Corinthians 15.10 and hear Popeye's voice saying, I am what I am, and that's all that I am. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. (laughs) Now, that might seem to be rather strange comparison to the relationship with Paul, but those who can get past the image of Popeye's raspy voice may hear very faint echoes of Paul. In 1 Corinthians 15, he professes that he is what he is, And that's all that he is. And yet, he becomes an apostle of Jesus Christ. Both of these texts this morning offer rich possibilities for reflecting on how God calls ordinary people to discipleship and mission. Throughout the scriptures and human history, we see that human sin, failure, and inadequacy are no obstacles To God's call to us, God calls us, calls imperfect people all the time to do His work. People who are aware of their unworthiness and often doubting and resistant to God's call. God doesn't wait for them or us to shape up. He calls them or us to do just as we are. And then He shapes us into His faithful servants. 
But how often do we resist Jesus' claim on our lives because what He is calling us to do seems too crazy or too impractical? How often do we avoid putting out into the deep waters of following and bearing witness to Jesus because we are convinced that we will not see any results? What might it mean for us to go deep sea fishing with Jesus? To trust and follow Him outside our comfort zones and let go of our certainties and to have our lives radically reoriented. For most of us, this will not mean leaving our current professions behind, although we can't rule out that possibility. We are all called by virtue of our baptism to participate in God's mission to the world in Jesus Christ. We are all called daily to reorient our priorities to align with God's priorities, to use the gifts that God has given us in service to others, to share the good news of Christ in thought, word, and deed, and most importantly, to represent ourselves as Christians in all that we do every moment of every day. Jesus' mission does not wait until we think we're ready. We need for the gospel in this broken world, the need for this gospel in this broken world is far too important right now. We are called right now, even in spite of our frailty, failures, and doubts, even in the midst of our ordinary, busy, complicated lives. Jesus' words to Simon Peter and to Paul are also the same words to us. Do not be afraid. This is Jesus' mission, and we trust that he will keep working with us and through us by faith, catching others just as he has caught us in the deep, wide net of God's mercy and love. We trust, finally, that the catch is in God's hands and that God's desire is for the nets to be bursting and the boats full. Amen.